Hello there and welcome to Impact Podcast. Matthew chapter 4 verse 4 declares the man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God. This podcast exists to build lives and empower destinies through the breaking of the bread of the word of God through the very many insightful and impactful teachings that will be featured on the podcast. Our aim is to see lives built and destinies impacted to the end that kingdom come. We're glad that you're here. I pray that you'll be blessed by today's teaching and every other episode that we will be featured while you're here. Please do well to subscribe, like, share, and make sure that you do not just benefit alone, but also have other people benefit from what you'll be hearing today. And now to today's episode. Sit back and relax and enjoy what we have for you today. God bless you. Hello there and welcome to today's episode of Impact Podcast. My name is Pastor George and as always, I am delighted to break the bread of God's word with you today. I'm glad that you're here, friends. Do well to also pass this on to someone else and share it, like it. And if you would, uh, send the links to friends and family so everyone will join you even in getting blessed by these episodes. Now, last week we began a series on prayer and we have said that over the next few weeks we're going to be talking on the subject of prayer we were able to make the first installment into this episode into the series on prayer last week and uh, we began by teaching on an effective fervent prayer that's right last week we were able to consider uh, what are the things that constitute an effective fervent prayer and one of the points that we ruled out last week is that an effective fervent prayer is a steadfast prayer. A steadfast prayer. We wanted to see what is a steadfast prayer. And we had said that even this week we are going to be expanding, expanding on that uh, point. And so today our episode is entitled The Heart and Mouth connection the heart and mouth connection we want to see what is that so let's go back and read mark chapter 11 verse 23 that will be the scripture our canvas for today on which we will attempt to paint a few picture mark 11 23 the bible says for verily i say unto you that whosoever anyone whosoever shall say unto this mountain be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass the bible says he shall have whatsoever he saith." For verily I say, God says, for verily I say, I have, that whosoever shall say, another say, unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt, herein is a connection, in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith, the thoughts say, shall come to pass. Bible says he shall have whatsoever he seeth. I think that's the saying number four there. That whosoever shall say and shall believe but and not doubt in his heart those things which he saith. The Bible says he shall have whatsoever 
he said. So the, here we already see the establishment of a heart and mouth connection. They have got to be a heart and mouth connection and agreement with what you're saying and what you believe in in your heart. If there is a disparity or a disconnect in them, then you risk the you you run the risk of not having answers to what you are saying. He said the basis for the actualization or the manifestation of what you have said, it's that you do not doubt in your heart that if you have said did, if you have said it, sorry, you have got to maintain the requisite belief in your heart that at any point in time when you begin to doubt what you're saying, that, that means there is a disconnect between your words and your heart, between your mouth and your heart, between your words and your belief. And once such disconnect exists, chances are excellent that you will not have what you are saying. However, which is what he was really saying from the beginning, is that if you do say it and will maintain that connection between your heart and your mouth and by not doubting what you're saying but believing that it will come to pass the Bible says you shall have that's an emphatic word you shall he shall he says have whatsoever not he wasn't limited to one thing but whatsoever it is that you're saying there is power in your words but there is even much more stronger power when there is a connection between your words and your heart you believe what your mouth says and what your heart believes the two works together to produce an effective result and this he was saying in the place of prayer because if we were to read uh, our father you would say that when you pray Believe that you have them and you shall have what you say. So what is a steadfast prayer? Uh, to be steadfast, it's to be resolute. To be resolute or uh, to be dutifully firm and unwavering. To be resolute, to be dutifully firm and unwavering. That's what it means to be steadfast. And so he says, uh, well, the scripture is said, when you say a word, when you pronounce, when you say things in the place of prayer, when you utter it with your mouth, there has to be a resoluteness, quote unquote, between your heart and your mouth. There has to be uh, a, a firm agreement between your mouth and your heart that you do not waver you should not waver in your belief system that steadfastness uh, that i am pronouncing that i am healed and pronouncing according to the word of god that i have been made whole that nothing will go wrong in my life and he says i have got to maintain the unwavering uh, 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 stance in my heart and make sure that i do not waver that I should remain resolute in my belief in that which I utter. So it is this connection, it is this 
establish steadfastness. It is this uh, uh, agreement that the Bible is saying produces the answer. The heart and mouth connection. Now let's let let's go further. Uh, the above scripture we just read, you must understand, works both in the realm of God and in the realm of the devil. But naturally and spiritually speaking, this scripture works. While God wants you and I to confess positives about our life, you must also understand that the enemy wants to cloud our mind with negativities. Negativities. Uh, hence, the Bible tells us uh, in Ephesians chapter 4, uh, if you were to read verse 21 to 24, he says, If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man, uh, which grows corrupt according to the deceitful laws. But here's where I'm going. Verse 23 says, And be renewed. In the spirit of your mind and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Your mind has got a spirit. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness at your mind. Why God wants us to confess positive and, and live a life of victory and joy and, and breakthrough. The enemy will rather that our minds are clouded with negativity. The hands will have got to be renewed in the spirit of our mind. Apostle Paul was saying um, repeatedly as a matter of fact. Now, you must understand that whatever you speak out with your mouth and your heart dwells on it always would definitely manifest in your life. Whatever you pronounce, whatever you speak with your mouth and continuously, and continuously while your heart, your, your heart supplies the requisite belief system that your heart dwells on it. I am pronouncing my victory, my healing, my deliverance. While I'm pronouncing that with my mouth, my heart also uh, dwells on it always and does not waver but stays on it. The Bible says you would de it will definitely manifest in your life. Now, you can bring to pass whatsoever you say and believe in your heart. The heart and mouth connection. There have got to be a connection between your heart and your mouth. Your mind, which in this case is interchangeably for your heart, has got to agree with your words to produce the desired result. Your mind, used interchangeably with your heart, or your heart has got to agree with your mouth, with your words, in order for it to produce the requisite, or sorry, the desired result. Doubt, you must understand, uh, in the Greek, it's a word in the Greek that, that means to hesitate, to waver, I told you that steadfastness is an unwavering stand. 
Right. In fact, I am reminded of the of the parable Jesus told in Luke chapter 18, I believe, of a judge, a wicked judge who feared no man and had no regard for, for God. The Bible says a certain woman came, kept coming to this wicked judge uh, to avenge her of adversaries. And uh, the Bible says for a while, this judge paid no attention to her. I'm paraphrasing. He paid no attention to her because he had no regard for God, nor for man. And so he didn't really bother he didn't move him and he was just a wicked judge in fact the Bible says that in Luke 18 and this woman kept on coming and kept on coming to him she was steadfast she was resolute she was wavering in what she believed she believed that this judge had the ability the power and uh, uh, and the position to to avenge her to of her adversaries and she kept on coming to her. She believed that. And she kept on coming to him and saying, Avenge me of my adversaries. Come to my aid. She kept on speaking it. But she believed even though he continued um really shunning her off and not paying attention to her. However, the Bible says after a while, and she kept on coming to him and saying the same thing. The Bible says that this man, though being wicked, though being a man who had no regard for God nor for man, he, he thought to himself, I have to do something to this woman. I've got to answer her. I've got to give her what she wants because, he said, because of her continual coming, she wearies me. If I allow her to keep coming, I see that she's resolute and see that she's steadfast and will not stop. And if I do not respond or answer to her affirmatively, uh, she's going to keep, she's going to wear me out. And so the Bible said he did therefore answer her and give her what she needed. What was the result of that? It was steadfastness. It was unwavering nature. And so when we come to God in the place of prayer, we have to come with the same mindset, uh, with the mindset of agreement between our mouth and our heart. God, I believe that you are able to heal me. That when I see it and pronounce it, I should continue to say that in alignment with his word. If his word has said that, all I need to do is to find the word that backs up what I'm saying. And the next I need to do is to believe that in my heart and do not doubt or waver. And so doubt in the Greek I began saying that he means to hesitate, to waver or differ. So when the person's heart doesn't differ from what his mouth is saying, it means therefore that a combination of his heart and mouth in agreement will always make things happen. For the Bible says in the book of Matthew chapter 2 verse 34, say out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. It is, uh, it is expedient, my brothers, that you understand that you put the right things in your heart. The Bible says out of the abundance, what is richly dwelling in your heart will produce your speech or will determine what comes out of your mouth will affect what you say out of the abundance of your heart. That which you've allowed uh, get into your mind and, and fill your heart from that dwelling, from the fullness of what has entered your heart, your mouth begins to speak. So what comes out of you is directly related to what has gone inside of you. It's a talk. Yes, and so what comes out of you is a result, a 
that's gone inside of you. So if your mind has been full with negativities, I guess what? When you begin to speak, it's going to come out of you. If your heart or your mind has been filled with fear and doubt, your mouth will, will speak otherwise. And the Bible, therefore, tells us, if you look at Philippians chapter 4, from verse 8 to 9, Paul again says, finally, brethren, what Whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learn and receive and heard and saw in me, these do under God of peace be with you. In other words, what you allow your mind dwell on will affect your life. And so he rules out positive things, whatever things are noble, things that are, are praiseworthy, things that are pure, things that are just, things that are, are of good report, things that are of good virtue. He said, meditate on them. Keep your mind stayed on them. Let your heart dwell on them. Let this be the thing that fill your mind and your heart. It is important that we understand that what we put into our minds, the time it what comes out in our words, in prayer, and in our actions. David says, your word, O Lord, have I hidden in my heart that I will not sin against you. He said, remember thy word unto me, O God, because it is your word that has caused me to hope. And so what you dwell, allow, fill your heart has a direct effect on what comes out of you. And therefore, you must understand that when your mind is renewed to the word of God, you become inwardly strengthened and becomes very hard to deceive you. Yeah, when your word, your heart is dwelling richly on the word of God, on what God has said concerning your situation, you allow your mind, you, you indoctrinate yourself with the sayings of God with the word of God. Let it fill your heart, your mind. You believe it. You do not waver. It affects what comes out of you. Now, you must understand, this is, there is power in speaking. He said to the what things soever you say, when you pray, believe that you have them and you shall have. But the condition for that, he tells us now, he, he tells us now, it's that if your heart does not doubt, if you do not waver, if your heart stays steadfast, if your heart and your mouth, your mouth and your heart has an agreement, a steadfast and unwavering agreement, there is power in speaking. It has been scientifically proven that when you speak something out loud, when you speak something out loud, those words are, are verified and empowered in your mind. 
When you speak something out loud, no wonder in school our kids are taught to read out loud. Read out loud. We are encouraged to read out loud. Because when you speak something out of your scientific problem, you, uh, uh, when you say something or speak something loud from your mouth, those words are verified and empowered in your mind. This is this is interesting. This is interesting that there is there is life in our words. There is power in our words, in our speech. In fact, Proverbs chapter 6 verse 2 tells me, it says, You are snared by the words of your mouth and you are taken by the words of your mouth. You are ensnared, you are entrapped, some translations say, by the words of your mouth, Proverbs chapter 6 verse 2, and then you are taken by the words of your mouth. That is how powerful what comes out of your mouth is. We are ensnared by the word of our mouth. We are entrapped by the words of our mouth. We are taken by the words of our mouth. What you say is powerful. Speech is powerful. Speaking is powerful. It reminds me, you, you see that often in movies that when someone is injured or wounded in a place of battle or war or on the sickbed, and you, you often see that they, they, they try to keep those ones alive until the arrival of the paramedics or the ambulance by making them talk. You hear things like, stay with me keep talking and they keep talking to such a person and allow them to engage their mind and often they allow them want them to speak if they are able keep talking the moment they keep quiet they they, they, they the person you know moves them and nudges them and shakes them and says, stay with me stay with me stay with me because the more you talk <laughs> the more you stay alive. Your God is a speaking God. Your God is a speaking Father. When he saw things that he did not like and did not want to see exist around him, he did not keep quiet even though being God he did not just go into work. He did not just go down and begin to create. He spoke them into being. He said, let there be light. The Bible says, and there was a light. Your God is a speaking God. And the Bible says we are made in the image and the likeness of God. Therefore, we carry the same DNA, the same power, the same likelihood or likeliness should be in us, the same ability to speak for. But this time, you believe you have that connection, that, that, that heart and mouth connection that so produces the power. Don't say one thing and your mind or your heart thinks another. Don't declare with your mouth that you are healed according to God's word and in your heart you are doubting if you're really healed, if you really can be healed. If this thing that I'm saying can really work, that's already a lost battle because right there, you miss it. You have got to constantly train yourself. It's not going to happen immediately. You keep training yourself to maintain an agreement between your heart and your mind. That is the winning formula. The winning formula is the heart and mind, uh, heart and mouth connection. The heart and mouth agreement. The heart and mouth agreement. There has to be that agreement. You say with your mouth. Don't close your mouth. You do the believing with your heart, but your mouth does the speaking. And the two has to be in consonance with each other. That's the winning formula. 
right? The other thing that you must understand, we talked about Proverbs chapter 6, verse 2. Look at Matthew chapter 12, verse 37. Matthew 12, 37 says, For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. This is powerful. By your words, by what comes out of your mouth, you will be justified. And by what comes out of your mouth, you will be condemned. Light comes out of your mouth. You can also give out darkness from your mouth. The question is, which would you want to have? Because with your mouth, you can be justified. And with your mouth, you can be condemned. Why don't you choose to be justified? Instead of being condemned, but it lies in what comes out of your mouth, which will be a direct reflection of what is in in abund what is abundantly dwelling in your heart. But you believe there is need for us to speak out. When you speak out in the consciousness, your subconscious releases the power to your mind for its accomplishment. When you speak out in the consciousness, your subconscious releases the power to your mind for its accomplishment. That's important. The other thing you must understand is whatever name you give your situation in agreement with your mind, or your heart, using it interchangeably, it will be established. Whatever name you give your situation in agreement with your mindset, with your belief system, with your heart, it will be established. It will be established. Genesis chapter 2 verse 19, Genesis 2 verse 19, the Bible says, Out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to Adam to see what he will call them. And whatever Adam called each living creature, that was its name. God, the owner, the creator of the heavens and the earth, having created all that needed to exist on earth, he brought the animals to Adam, the man. And he said, you go ahead and name them. And the Bible said, whatever he named them became their name. It was ratified and signed, uh, and it was ratified by heaven. Whatever he named them, whatever you call your situation. Here's a few things I needed to note from that. Four things real quickly. You must dare to speak out concerning your situation. I often say that a closed mouth is a closed destiny. Your God is a speaking God. He says, open your mouth wide and I will feel it. You Nobody drinks with your mouth closed. If you really are thirsty and want to drink, if the water is given to you, you've got to open your mouth to drink or sip. Whatever way you cannot do that with your mouth closed, how is it going to pass through? So, your God speaks. You Everything that lives should speak. Yes, dare to speak out concerning your situation. Number two, declare what you want without doubt in accordance with the word of God. Declare what you want this year. Let's be people that are sound and, and go after God's word and pray with God's word and believe God's word. His word is infallible. His word cannot be broken. The Bible says heaven and earth will pass away, but not even a jot of the word of God. God will pass away. So firstly, dare to speak concerning your situation. Don't be quiet because your situation speaks to you as well. So you have got to counter every negativity by your speaking in accordance with the word 
of God. Number two, declare what you want to see or manifest in your life without doubting. I might not see it now, but I'm going to keep declaring what he has said. I'm going to keep speaking forth what God has said. I'm going to keep prophesying like in Ezekiel as I was commanded, as I'm instructed by his word. Number three, be careful with the things you utter out of your mouth concerning yourself. Be careful with the things you utter out of your mouth concerning yourself. Number four, give a desired name to your case, to your situation. Whatever Adam called the beast, the animal, was their name. You have got to give your situation a name. I know what the doctors have called that medical condition. I know what the society have called your issue your condition. I know what the economy has called your bank account or called your finance. I know that's there's no need repeating what is already known. There's no need repeating what is already established. That's that. I know what society have called it. What society have called that child that is that is still struggling. I know what, what the doctors have called that. Many. They've given it all kind of names. Some of them are even too big and too hard to pronounce. I know what they've called it. But what has God's word call them? What are you calling them in accordance with the word of God? What are you saying concerning the situation? Why are you reinforcing what the negativity that you do not want to see in your life? It does me no good if I have to keep repeating the negative situation or in my mouth and recalling the name over and over again. I don't want the name but I keep emphasizing and re-announcing it to creation. No, no. Now it's time to begin to announce what you want to see with faith, with belief leave God says, I, I see darkness. He didn't come back and kept saying to us, there is darkness all over. There is darkness all over. He looked at us. I don't want this darkness on the face of the earth. What did he do? He said, let there be light. He pronounced. He spoke forth light. He called forth what he wanted to say. The same power rests inside of us. There's no need of restrengthening the negativity. I know the medical report. I've seen it. It's written. It's been pronounced. The doctors have done the calling of the name. That that's all right. Praise be the name of the Lord. But now I am going to get down in my spirit, backed up by the integrity of the word of God and begin to call it the name that I want to see. I am the head and not the tail. As it is written, I will be a lender to many and a borrower from no one. The hand of God is upon my life. You begin to speak forth his word and don't doubt in your heart. Let's pray. I like you to open up your mouth and repeat that from say, Lord Jesus, I believe with all of my heart that you are the Son of God. And I ask, oh God, that you deliver me from the spirit of self-destruction in the name of Jesus. I repeat after me. Say, Lord, I lose myself from every evil speeches that I may have made concerning my life and family. I command in the name of Jesus Christ, every agent of bondage and destruction in my tongue by the power in the name of Jesus. Depart from me in the name of Jesus. 
I will draw all evil words I have uttered against my life, against my home, against my family, against my children, knowingly or unknowingly, from any satanic bank in the name of Jesus. And I lose myself and my home and my family from every bondage I have put myself in by believing in the lies of the enemy, in the lies of the devil. I lose myself and my family from any and every bondage. I may have put myself in by believing in the lies of the enemy. I refuse to answer to every evil name or words or prophecies concerning my life. My life will not answer to any evil word, any evil name, any evil prophecy concerning my life. In the name of Jesus, every negative medical report or clinical prophecy concerning my life receive divine solution. Receive divine solution. Receive divine solution. In the name of Jesus, every negative medical report or clinical prophecy concerning my life or any area of my life receive divine solution. In the name of Jesus, Lord, make my voice the voice of deliverance. Make my voice the voice of deliverance, the voice of healing, the voice of power, the voice of solution, the voice of life. Make my voice the voice of deliverance, the voice of healing, the voice of power the voice of solutions and the voice of life go into this week and prosper be all that God has called you to be it is well with you it is well with you it is well with you be a man or woman that practices their heart and mind and mouth connection in the name of Jesus. And friends, there's anyone out there who does not know Jesus, you've not made him as a Lord and Savior, quickly repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe with all of my heart that you are the Son of God and that you came to die for me on the cross of Calvary. Now I accept you in my life and I ask you, come into my life, change me and let my life reflect you. From today I confess and I decree and declare that my life belongs to you and I confess by faith that the power of sin, Satan, and and the grave is broken forever over my life. Now I'm a new man in Christ Jesus. My life belongs to you. God bless you. God be with you. Go and prosper, excel, and be all that God has called you to be till I come your way again. I remain yours truly. Pastor Judge, keep on winning.